One, two, three. Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Needham. I'm an Amazon seller, a software developer, a software builder for Amazon tools. And I take all of those perspectives into trying to help you become a better Amazon seller yourself. I have with me James Falconer from Seller Rocket, who we're going to talk about publishing and how it's related to Amazon, how the publishing world has interwoven with the Amazon world. And um, yeah, uh, James has a tremendous amount of experience here. So James, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me, Scott. I appreciate it. Yeah. So James, tell us a little bit about your background. Um, You've been doing this for a while. I have. I've I've been in, in the publishing side for for over 20 years now, um, which is crazy to me. It just means I'm old. But um, I was I was one of a, the guys that we started a, a site called crackberry.com quite a, quite a, way, a long time ago. Um, so we started that site all about BlackBerry phones and, and we had a blog and we had a forum and, and we actually had our own store. Uh, we set up a warehouse in Florida where we were shipping products, you know, just doing all the things and, and it did really well. And uh, we grew that business into a larger company called Mobile Nations. And that grew to become Crackberry, which was all the BlackBerry stuff, iMore, so everything iPhone and Apple, mm-hmm. Android Central, which... Um, is still one of the largest Android focus sites out there, uh, Windows Central. And we had we had influencers and a lot of other stuff going on too. So it, it was great. Like a, a lot of publishing um, daily, of course, a lot of e-com activities, um, seen the rise and, and fall of different affiliate platforms. And of course, the rise of, of you know, Amazon, Walmart, you know, all these yeah. mega platforms. So it was super interesting. We actually sold the company in 2019 to an even bigger bigger publisher called Future. So I spent a couple of years around there just learning how they worked and, and how business yeah. was done. Um, but I left earlier this year, beginning of the year, um, just really wanted to get back to, um, you know, working with, um, you know, smaller, scrappier companies. And, and that's what I'm doing now with, uh, yeah. with Seller Rocket. Yeah. So um, publishing kind of has like an off and on relationship with e-commerce uh, because, you know, uh, let me just think out loud. So, you know, when you're when you're reading something online and you see a product recommended, now that you can just like buy that online, you know, customers are just like right there ready. And um, a lot of ways that people make uh, money off of publishing would just be traditional advertising. But a another way is affiliate commissions, where like you know these sites that are linking to anywhere else can. Uh, you know, make money off of transactions. And Amazon's had that up for quite some time. And I know it's evolved a little bit, but um, a lot of publishers out there, they are chasing products to recommend that can convert. Um, So, you know, they get a kickback on that revenue. And I think some businesses like that is their revenue model. Um, Tell me what I got right. And maybe even a little about like how things have, have evolved from your perspective. Yeah, yeah, no, that that's that's exactly right. I mean, there's there's a number of different affiliate platforms out there that a lot of the you know the most sophisticated publishers out there will have accounts and will be working all of those platforms all the time. Um, in addition to Amazon, so everything is on the board for the most um, sophisticated publishers. So what they'll do is is they'll have an article 
um, they'll look for the most beneficial affiliate link um, to use where they make the most money and where the process is the best in terms of checkout. Um, the problem with a lot of the traditional um, affiliate um, agencies is f for brands such as yours and others that are listening, you're not going to get that you know, dedicated account support unless you're a big name. Um, yeah, I come from, very much from the consumer electronics side. So, you know, for example, uh, an affiliate agency like CJ, um, HP and, and Dell and all these big brands will have their own um, team inside uh, helping them and working with them to get those placements. Um, for individual sellers, that's not the case. So you can you can definitely get your your products in those platforms, but it's you have to do all the heavy lifting yourself. So uh, when it when it comes to Amazon, that's where Seller Rocket really helps. Is we're basically the that you know kind of like the people helping you get things done there. So you know what they do is you know working through them. Um, you can get you can get your products into their feed, which is then presented to you. Um, yeah. I think it's, we're, we're, we're over 70% of publishers now are um, publishing content in Amazon onsite, which we can talk about, okay. <laughs> explain yeah. a little bit more. Um, no, there's yeah. a few different questions there that I wanted to hit. So, oh shoot. I mean, I could talk about, this is, this is a really interesting subject for me because I really like thinking about affiliate commissions. What incentivizes people anywhere from a TikTok creator to, um, you know, CNET.com, like, like really big uh, sites mm -hmm. that uh, could be talking about products. And, and, and then you even hit something else where like, um, you kind of advocate for these brands. So when I found the onsite uh, associate uh, program, which to clarify is if you search on a, a search term, um, and you see like editorial recommendations on an Amazon page, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the row there. That's usually like the second, third or fourth that has editorial recommendations and products that are just there. And so this can be a free placement for some people. It's a second placement on the, on the front page. Um, and for others, it may be their only placement on the front page. So you want to get here. There's no question that this isn't like an awesome spot to be. So um, when I first saw this, I looked up at people that were like writing these articles and I tried to like write to them myself. You know, I, I like emailed. I mean, you get kind of get lost in these like about us pages or whatever contact us. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm saying like, hey, I'm representing this dog leash brand write an article about us. And I have no idea, like, well, I, I got zero articles written. So clearly that approach, I, I don't know what I'm doing, but you know, you've, you have a lot of experience helping people get those placements. Yeah. And, um, uh, and you say that most publishers are already integrated with the Amazon onsite program. That's right. Like all, all the, all the biggest and best publishers are, so, um, you know, Seller Rocket has the majority of those relationships already. So instead of you trying to go the traditional PR routes to try and get earned recommendations, whether it's on their own sites or within Amazon, that's really hard to do. And it, it's a lot of work. And for any seller out there, like you can leverage all the relationships that we, we already have. And, mm -hmm. and you know, the beauty of it is we're just providing recommendations. We're not telling anybody you have to write about this or you don't have to write about this. It's more like, 
here's a list of products we think are relevant to what you're publishing about um, in the next month or so. Check them out. Um, they're all well-rated. They're all well-reviewed. Um, if you want to write about them, great. If not, that's great too. It's totally up to you. And yeah. on the, on the seller side, and the, you know, anyone that's listening that wanted to sign up, they would get a login and they would be able to see um, the performance of everything as, as it goes. So your ASINs, the views, the clicks, the revenue generated, it's all there. It's all transparent and it's all, you know, by the choice of the publisher, you know, we just put it in front of them to check out. And, and oftentimes, you know, speaking about, you know, the other affiliate agencies maybe linking to your own store versus linking to Amazon. Um, uh, the publishers will often default to linking to the product in Amazon because it's converts, right? Like the, the, the basket value is going to be larger. They're going to yeah. make more money. The, the experience for the consumer is a lot better. Like they're so familiar and they, and they love shopping in Amazon. So it's much more likely to convert to a sale, which, which ultimately is what Amazon wants. I, this is just a random question. Do these publishers, do they get a, a different affiliate commission, whether it's on the on-site or if it's just like a regular, uh, you know, article off-site? It's uh, no, it's all lumped into the same program. Okay. Um, so, so there's nothing, yeah, nothing different there. So I've, yeah, like I said, I've, I've, I've approached this uh, program before. But now I'm actually sitting with, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a different type of seller now. I've, I bought a brand uh, about eight months ago, nine months ago. And, you know, we're kind of mid-tier and a few different things. And some of our products, you know, we're struggling to get them on the first page. And so this seems like a very natural um, solution. Now, um, let's see, like... But I can't help come back to one thought that Amazon is not necessarily a fair marketplace in that, like what this affords, you know, a seller, like this position that they get. It's what I mean by fair is that like, um, you know, it's not completely democratic who gets the number one slot. We know it's not fair because sponsored products like the traditional advertising on Amazon is essentially a, is pay to play. and this, in a lot of ways, is just a different form of that, especially when it comes with like this recommendations or like an article that talks a little bit more about it from what Amazon says as a trusted uh, publisher. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I just like find uh, that whole thing very interesting. Anytime there's like an unfair advantage, you know, you should lean into that. And uh, because that means you can make money off of that, you can build your, your your brand, and and so you guys are acting as a uh, you know a PR agency in a sense for uh, sellers. Yeah. So yeah. That this is kind of a curious position that you you're, you've been in uh, that uh, you're you know helping us uh, get. Uh, viewed and this can like be um we, we were talking about like well how how do you have to be like a big seller do you have to be like a small seller like what type of brands are uh is this best for uh, you right. had a really good answer before the call what was that it's a great thing to do uh, i think for a lot of the sellers that are listening to kind of level up everything else you're doing so 
for a lot of the bigger brands um, out there, of course, you know, their products are, are well reviewed and rated, which is fantastic. They're able to get that mind share and share a voice from the big publishers because the brand is well known. There's a lot of awareness about it that the audience will already know about them. But for maybe independent sellers or smaller up and coming brands, um, this kind of inserts you into the conversation. So getting input into the system will you know, align you alongside those brands. It'll give you uh, a bit of a, an advantage or a step up on the others, you know, on your direct competitors. Um, immediately, publishers will be considering you. Um, yeah. where you weren't before you, you, you could still go ahead and, and I, I totally recommend like still continue with all the other marketing and PR things you're doing, because this is just additive. It's only going to add to your bottom line. Mm -hmm. So yeah. this is just making sure you get that fair consideration from publishers and at least get eyeballs on the products. Because I think in a lot of cases too, like publishers, they see the same brands all the time. They see the usual players and, and maybe in some cases they get tired of recommending the same products from the same brands. So if, if they see something new that, that looks really good and is going to serve their readership very well, well, they're, they're going to probably pick it up and run with it. And knowing that they can link out um, to Amazon to purchase it is a no brainer for the publisher as well. I, I yeah, I'm, this whole time in the back of my mind, I'm thinking about like, which of the different products that I have, uh, this makes the most sense for um, what if like our product is like really long tail, you know, where the space is only converting, uh, just, a, just a handful a day, for example, we have, we, we have a very niche product that this, this may be like the longest tail and like, and we'd be like, okay, well, we want to go towards, you know, higher traffic products. This is uh, a soccer training, um, thing that allows them to hit, uh, make a game out of shooting goals by putting like a little marker in the corner of a goal. And there's, there's two products in this space that are doing this. Mm -hmm. um, and is that too niche? Would a publisher be like, ah, oh, this is like, just like, or are they, but then I have another product that's in the opposite super competitive space of yeah. ping pong paddles. You know, mm -hmm. we have a ping pong paddle. Our, our, our product looks great. It's got a thousand reviews and we're well-priced, good images. And, but we still have a hard time selling a lot of this because of how competitive it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think in, um, in both cases, it's worth doing. I, I think in the case of, case of the niche product, it's so niche and so unique that any publisher in that category might spot it and go, Whoa, you know, that's kind of cool. I, I'm going to add some mentions of that in, in some upcoming articles, like we should write about it. It, it may be so niche and unique that it just kind of catches the eye. So mm -hmm. uh, in that case, I, I think it's good. And then of course, on, on like the more competitive space, uh, of course, um, th this is going to give you, you know, that fair consideration across some really big publishers. So getting those mentions, um, is crucial and it's going to add to everything else you're doing. So on the, on the PPC side, on your rankings within Amazon, it's going to help there in a very competitive space. Yeah. Um, my audience may know if they've listened to all my uh, podcasts, I'll tell you a story, James, where like, I think this really validates a lot of what we're talking about. So um, 
they worked and they got themselves like, I, I don't know what they did, but um, they got published on a few articles and they would get published in like gift ideas articles about like, mm-hmm. hey, top 20 uh, gift ideas for Christmas. And um, from there, uh, that product actually got picked up from a TikTok influencer who, you know, like that video went viral. And, you know, we were the seller and we were probably sold uh, three, $400,000 of sales just off of that one video. Awesome. And, and that all started with an article, uh, you know, just like a published article. And so this is kind of like, you don't exactly know what's going to happen. I, um, I've had a few products that have gotten uh, on, uh, on-site published and um like you know some perform better than others like they're they're um actually sometimes these publishers are competing against each other is that right we're like you know one article amazon will actually play these articles against each other to see which yeah. ones actually bring the products that are converting at a higher rate and start to show those ones more yeah yeah that's exactly right i mean amazon is always testing um the different recommendations and articles to determine which one converts the best. It's all about conversion to sales. So that works out great for the products that are listed in the best converting articles because they're going to show up more often. They're going to get the largest share of voice. And it's also great because that pushes the publishers to figure out you know, the best format and the best writing style, et cetera, to get those placements. So, so the smart publishers are, are figuring out ways to write the best recommendations and articles so that their articles show up more often. And then, you know, what Seller Rocket is doing is advocating for brands such as yours to not guarantee, but at least give that fair consideration yeah. of like, hey, here's some here's some really great products you can recommend to your audience um, in your upcoming stuff and check them out. And it's amazing the effect it can have, right? Like it's 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 not a guarantee. Some articles hit really hard, others don't. Um, but it's, you know, definitely a best practice. Right. So, um, some products that I have, like, have like a really healthy margin and some don't where like, I consider, uh, the margin and uh, a commission off of this. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, that means like I, I'm left with like nothing. And so it, uh, makes this decision kind of, uh, challenging because like you know say the competition really priced us down how would uh you think we should best approach that situation yeah you know i i think it's different per category right obviously there's different margins and in different uh product categories uh, um i would say uh, for you and the audience you know just reach out and, and get in touch with us you know the way we work is um there's a flat fee setup and then and generally a uh, hundred dollar per asin um, fee per month, everything else is a rev share on top of that. So it's pure performance on top of that. So we generate a sale, um, it's a 24 hour cookie and last click or sorry, last click 24 hour cookie. Um, and it's all tracked in a dashboard that you can log into at any time. So whatever that, that rev share is, um, it will figure out because we, we understand that different product categories have, you know, pretty tight margins and, and others not so much. And, and also there's the competitive nature as well, right? So mm-hmm. there's a lot of factors uh, involved, but we're totally willing, you know, we'll work with anyone, right? Big brands, 
single people looking to start their first product, it doesn't matter. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out and get you sorted. Okay. Um, so what if I were to come at you with uh, like many different products? How well does this scale? Very well. Very well. I mean, it does take, um, you know, usually four to six, four to eight weeks to start generating uh, the placements. And so this isn't an immediate button that you can just hit and it's working. You know, I've, I've had a number of people, you know, you know, get them signed up, get them going. And then the next day they're asking like, where's the placements? I'm like, it doesn't work that way. It's, this is like additive to everything else you're doing. And it takes time because we need to advocate for things. So, you know, I, I'm recommending starting with as many products as you can to start, but I totally get starting small. I mean, to start, we just send out a, um, a sheet where you can detail the ASINs you want to use, the current ratings and review counts, um, any keywords that you want to focus on, that's huge too, right? You can input the keywords that are most important to you. And, and we send along that information as well for consideration um, because, you know, of course, like if you were selling ping pong paddles, you would want to show up for, for that. So we provide all that information. And then after the fact, if you want to ramp up, that's easy. We can, we can just input more ASINs into the system. Um, if you want to ramp down, that's fine too. Um, but we're not seeing any, you know, uh, <laughs> sellers leave, right? It's when, once people join, they stay on. So, um, happy to, you know, we can support more is good. If you want to add more fantastic, yeah. that just means that your chances of getting those recommendations and article mentions is going to go up. That's awesome. I, I mean, I'm really glad to like hit this conversation now because, um, you know, I, I've got a lot of products. I'm like ready to like watch them uh, take off, and I think this is a, you know, I'm I'm gonna look at just call it an unfair advantage. You get like really good placement on some of these keywords, like, um, you're gonna start to really see uh, some sales come with like uh, just a better return on uh, investment, return on your marketing dollar. Um, this is like really interesting and I, I actually really like your website. I think it explains a lot about what we just covered and in a very effective way. Um, so that's, uh, you know, sellerrocket.io. And if you guys have any questions or any experience, I'd love to hear about your uh, experience with, you know, onsite associates program. And I'm looking forward to, um, <laughs> I love, I love, I love a, a podcast where like, as soon as it's over, I'm like sending an email to my team. And so <laughs> we've, we've hit that with this one. Um, anything else that, that we may have uh, missed, James? Um, I mean, you, you've got a lot of interesting uh, experience here. So, uh, I mean, thank you so much for at least for coming to the podcast. Oh yeah. Well, thanks for having me. And, and I would just encourage, you know, Anyone listening, you know, feel free to reach out. Um, like Scott said, sellerrocket.io. Um, you can reach out to me direct if you like James at sellerrocket.io. Happy to answer any questions. Um, you know, I've just, you know, been on the publishing side for so long. And, and actually, yeah, you know, as we were talking earlier, Scott, you know, I I jumped in and, and started selling my own products on Amazon for a few few years too, just to kind of get the the feel of it and how it was done. And I quickly realized, you know, how intense the work is and how it really does need to be a, a full-time thing um for for most people so i have a healthy respect for mm -hmm. um what everyone is doing out there and if 
you know, if I, if I was still selling uh, my own products via my own brand, this would be something I would be adding to the tool chest because you're just amplifying your efforts across the board to some of the best publishers out there to generate some really great performance. So it's kind of a no brainer and, um, yeah, I'm just happy to help with any. Yeah. I love what you said. Like I've never said once on this podcast, that this is a side hustle. I mean, maybe it starts as a side hustle, but yeah, to grow, you gotta, you gotta put in time. You gotta put in effort and actually you gotta put in, um, you know, you got to really know a lot. You'd be very creative to succeed on Amazon. So totally. Uh, that's, yep. what, that's what this podcast is about. All right. Well, uh, thank you, James. And uh, everyone stay tuned for next week. And we have more episodes coming of the Sparks Amazon Seller Show. All right. Take care. One, two, three. Yeah.